fam. What's going on? My name is Hector Santiago-Stevan, and I am your host. And I've spent much of the last decade trying to figure out what makes successful podcast. And this podcast is here to bring you all the lessons, all of the experiences, all the things that I've learned, and to introduce you to as many of the people that have helped and shaped that journey along the way. And today we are going to talk about something that. If you've followed along the show for a little bit, you've heard me talk about, but I don't know that I've talked about it enough, and that is relationships. It is the most important thing that someone can get from a podcast, especially early on. And if I'm being honest, it was the biggest thing that I neglected. Early on, I was fortunate enough to have some really big guests come on this show. At least in the industry, I think about our very first episode of this show was with Hala Taha. Now, granted, I got a chance to interview Hala right when she blew up. But with that being said, I thought that, oh my goodness, I'm interviewing Hala. She's gonna. It was a great and a fantastic episode, and I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. The audio was not fantastic. But the content was great, and she delivered. And if I'm being honest, what I wished I would have done is I wish I would have followed up more and stayed engaged and stayed connected because I knew that Hala was going to do amazing things. But she went and did amazing things, and we kind of lost touch. and And I didn't do a good enough job of staying in her world. And if she somehow is listening to this, or you're in Hala's world, let her know that she is a rock star, and it's been so cool to see her rise. But I know that. I didn't do what would be conducive to fostering and, and creating a relationship in the sense of when you have a friend. If there's someone who is a friend, I heard I think it was Alex Hermosi said that the more that you love someone would be the more time basically that you're willing to go without like seeing or talking to them essentially, and to allow the relationship to be the same. And the reason I'm saying that is that if you don't continue to foster that relationship, if you don't foster that connection, just because they came on your podcast, just because they came on and spent a half hour and 45 minutes, that gets your foot in the door. That opens the relationship, but that's just the beginning. I made the mistake of thinking that was the end game. That ha- just having them on, that was the end zone. That was the final result. But that was just the beginning. And so I would encourage you to think about. How can you continue to add value to your guests? And maybe that's through content. Maybe that's through some sort of memento. Maybe that's through introductions. Maybe that's through connecting them with other people. They are one of your biggest assets, one of your biggest resources, especially early on. Especially for smaller shows, guests are sometimes more powerful than any of your listeners. They might be able to be the ones that can connect you with larger deals or larger sponsorships or larger partnerships. They might be the one that can connect you with larger promotional op- opportunities. People that can promote and share your message, share your podcast in a bigger way. The challenge is, if I'm being honest, is that it takes a long time. It doesn't always pay off right away. It's like a farmer. If they go in, plant the seeds, like someone might do an interview, and then the next day go up and dig up those seeds and look at it, there's nothing going to happen. And similarly, if they just go out there and plant those seeds and then come back in six, nine months and 
take a look at what happened to it, there's a very small chance that anything is going to yield, that anything's going to result from that sort of interaction. And that's why the fostering, the cultivating, the building of that connection is so powerful. Now, I'm always looking for the how-tos and the, okay, well, yeah, buts, and well, how do we actually do this, Hector? And so to give you guys some things to take away from here, let's just jump into and give you some really bite-sized and actionable things that you can do. And we'll try and start from the low-hanging fruit to the not. The first thing that I would make sure that you would do is make sure that you're sending your guests all of the info that they need. Follow up with them and send them all the information, the links, the pictures, the graphics, everything that you've made, and make sure it's getting to them. So it's really important to make sure that you are getting them all this info. We try and make it really easy for our guests to access all this info. We put it into what we call a a promo page and we have a a template that you can download. We'll link up into the show notes. If you go to podcastama.com slash promo page, I think is the link. If you go there, you can actually download the free template. But what we include is the pictures, the graphics, the links, everything that makes it easy for them to just click through and to be able to get it out, promote it. We have the social media posts, everything is there. So it's just a kind of a copy and paste kind of thing. That we find goes a really, really long way. Right behind that, we've also found that it's helpful to give your guests a little bit of a notice ahead of time. And so that time period between the recording and the publishing is also a really good time to just maintain communication, even if it's just to make sure that you've got the correct headshots and got the right links, all those sorts of things, so that you can stay in touch with them because you want to stay top of mind so that when the episode comes out that they are prepared and and ready and and it's not something out of the blue or catches them off guard, which once again, we've made that mistake before and have built in systems now to let the guests know ahead of time that their episode is going to be coming out. We have some templates and such that we send out. That goes a long way, maintaining that connection and continuing to foster and cultivate that relationship. One thing that has really worked well is sending guests gifts or mementos of the episode. And one thing that I've learned is that people love gifts. People love free stuff, but they love personalized gifts. If you can have something that is personalized to them, it goes so, so, so far. Let me give you an example. One of our shows, they have cups that has the logo of the show. And it's cool because the guests get a cup with the podcast that they were on. It's really awesome. Nice cup. I use it often. Now, one thing that's a little more personalized, that's a little more memorable that we've seen yield some much bigger results is when the show sends them a picture, a personalized picture that they can mount. It's like a really nice, not framed, but it's printed on like canvas, essentially, those kind of square canvases. And they give them a gift that has them on the episode art with the show. And it's a memento of their appearance on the episode in the same way that someone might frame themselves on the cover of a magazine. It's a way to acknowledge and recognize the guest and allow them to show that recognition off. And that's a really cool thing that you can do. Another thing that we've seen work is connecting the guests with other people that they should meet, people from your network, other guests, other clients of yours. Having a podcast puts you in a really unique position, especially if you're doing interview podcasts, you meet a lot of people. And a lot of times the people that you meet and that you interview have a lot in common. 
So if you can play matchmaker a little bit between guests and you can offer connections and introductions between people who are potentially collaboration partners or partners, referrals, clients, things like that. Well, now all of a sudden you can become a resource. You can become something really valuable for people outside of just the show. You're this, what I've heard called a maven, if you will. You're the super connector. It is simple if you put the right things in place because you're interviewing so many different people. So these are some ideas. Tag them on social. Tag them weeks and months later on social. Follow them. Comment on their stuff. I mean, all the seemingly like basic stuff. I would ask you, are you doing it? Because I knew there were times where I wasn't. And so I would ask, are you doing it? And at what level and at what quality and, and efficiency? So just some ideas to get you thinking and get you refocused and reminded that even if you don't have thousands of listeners, what if one of those guests could be the thing that allows you to break through in terms of your audience? Or if you have a business, allows you to break through and sign that contract, close that deal, or get that opportunity, whatever it is, it's the relationships that are going to do it, especially when you're getting started. I'm going to wrap it up, leave it there. I want to appreciate all of you for being part of the podcasting success secrets family i'm just so honored that you would let me be a part of your journey and i hope this episode leaves you better than when it found you i would appreciate and be forever grateful for a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts we're trying to make a move on spotify so if you're listening on spotify we would appreciate it even greatly if you aren't listening on spotify but you have the spotify app i would love and appreciate you hopping over and giving us a review probably gonna make you listen download an episode or two it's okay it'll bump my stats and as always thanks for being part of the fam we'll see you on the next one later y'all